With the new day comes new strength and new thoughts. Eleanor Roosevelt. Just a good old boy, trying to be a good old man, out here learning on the fly, trying to do the best I can. Hello and welcome to the Faithful Fatherhood Podcast. I am Brett Etheridge, excited to, to have you here, and especially if this is your very first episode, we are glad you found us. Let me quickly bring on my co-host, Perry. Perry Hughes, you're looking chipper and energized as always. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, brother. Happy to be here. Uh, happy to talk about energy today. It is something that I can get pumped about and, and excited about. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to share some things with our listeners. I'm excited to hear what you have to say on the subject of energy. I know you uh, have a lot to say about that. You have a lot of experience. Even though your state of energy, I would imagine at this current phase of life, this current stage with a newborn is probably not what it normally is, would you say? I would agree with that between having a newborn who's <laughs> up several times a night. And last night we had we had big like a big thunderstorm and I don't know, it was just thrashing against my windows. And so I was up, you know, half the night just listening to the storm and I couldn't sleep. Anyway, woe is me, you know, lack of sleep. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you know, energy is an issue that I think, I think a lot of fathers, if, if we're trying to do fatherhood well, right, we're not talking about the fathers that play video games all day and neglect their kids. But if we're trying to show up well for our kids and we're doing things with them and we're running businesses and going to work and managing the family and I live on a small farm and, and so I've got the farm chores and man, it's, it, life is busy. There's a lot going on and we need to show up well with energy. And yet, you know, we can go through seasons and stretches. I know you and I have talked about this and I certainly have experienced in my life seasons where I do feel like I have lots of energy and then seasons where, man, I'm just tired all the time. Uh, and does that have to be the case or are there solutions for, for handling fatigue and energizing ourselves and, and showing up with energy well in our fathering. And so that's what we are going to talk about, as Perry suggested. Real quick before we dive in, I was looking at a couple of memes um, that I thought were, were pretty funny on the topics. So I just wanted to share these. I know memes are uh, don't make for great radio, so to speak, because you tend to have to, to look at them. <laughs> but I'll try to describe them. The first are two guys at a bar just just yucking it up. I mean, they're just laughing, having a, a grand time. And the caption reads, uh, parents, when childless people say they're tired. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can relate to that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't control myself. That's pretty good. <laughs> and this one, this one is just a quote. Quote, you look tired. And, and then the response is, I have kids. I'm pretty sure this is just my face now. <laughs> so, and then here's That's a final great. one for you. And this one I can totally relate to. I've had days like this. In fact, I had a day like this just yesterday. Uh, my first thought when waking up is, quote, I can't wait to go to bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, there, yeah. I mean, I there are days when like my you. alarm will go off and I just know I literally am just going to go, 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 go nonstop from the second my eyelids open to the second I just crash at night dead tired. But I need to show up with energy during the day. And so, yeah, so let's just unpack this a little bit. And, and God's actually been doing some interesting things with me recently. And I'll, I'll share that here in a moment. Um, 
with respect to energy and rest, specifically rest, which I know can be a hard concept for fathers. Uh, so, you know, let me just kind of throw it to you first, Perry, though. Do you, I mean, do you go through life tired? You you don't have a newborn right now, but you have a lot going on. You're an entrepreneur. You're running a business. You guys homeschool your kids. Um, you you exercise. You show, I mean, you show up well in life. And and frankly, you've always, to me, seemed like a high energy guy. I know every time we talk and get together, like you're just, you have a lot of energy. Is that natural? Is that something you are intentional about? Or or is that just a good face you put on and actually you're kind of tired during the day? Tell me about your general state of, of energy versus fatigue. Sure, sure. So I am a, a naturally high energy person. I'm naturally a passionate person. I'm naturally engaged, enthusiastic. Um, I'm just kind of wired that way on the one hand. And on the other hand, I think it's also a level of intentionality. And then it's also a level of just the habits that I have formed. Some of those things, intentional habits, just in my own personal development, um, you know, with with coaching that I've gone through and things like that. And then others, you know, uh, our primary business is a gymnastics school for kids, gymnastics business for kids. So. I've spent a lot of my adult career leading gymnastics classes for kids that are anywhere from 18 months old. I mean, literally as little, as young as 18 months old, all the way up to, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds. And to be successful in that, you can't just show up in the doldrums, you know, okay, guys, let's, um, you know, do some cartwheels today. No, you gotta, you gotta show up, man. You gotta turn the switch on. You gotta bring your a game. You gotta bring some energy. You gotta bring some fun to the table. Um, and so I've spent most of my adult life operating in that way because it of necessity, you know, wanting to run a, a successful business and wanting to serve all of our clients. Well, you know, I want to show up and serve them well. And so I think I've really just formed a, a habit of understanding that, um, of of being and creating, you know, high energy for myself. Yeah. Well, let, so let's settle here for a moment. I want I want to talk in several several directions with respect to this topic, and I want to start. Let's just get start by being really practical about tangible things that that work for us, that give us energy, that fuel our energy. Uh, but then I also want to talk about I want to talk about rest, and then I want to share again something that uh, that I think God has been doing in my own life, and maybe get some of your perspective on that as well on this topic sure. that I think a lot of listeners may be able to resonate with. Um, you talk about these habits, and and I'll just start with one sort of an obvious one, and that is that is eating. You know, I I, I certainly find that. When I am eating well, when I am nutrienting my body with good food, when I'm taking my supplements, um, I just have more energy. I mean, it's just, and again, this is, I think, one of those things, and maybe it's just a reminder for men out there that if we, if we're putting crap in, crap's going to come out, and by crap I mean that's right. You just don't have any energy. So I, I just know certainly. Uh, we we haven't been eating as well in the aftermath. Uh, aftermath is maybe not the right word, but we we, we just had a newborn. <laughs> the aftermath wake, of having a newborn. The wake of a newborn. 
and uh, and I'm incredibly grateful for the food that people have delivered. And you know, but we've been eating a lot. Sure. Of, we've been eating out a lot. We've just been eating a lot of restaurants, and yeah. oftentimes that comes with desserts, or people will bake cakes, or you know, give us cookies, you know, boxes of cookies, or I'll just pick up donuts in the morning. And it's like that's not how we eat. That's not how we live. That's not one of our values as a family. And yet, in this season, I'm incredibly grateful just to eat whatever I don't have to cook because I have so many other things going sure. on with the newborn, but I feel like crap. And I, yeah. I just don't have any energy. I, I don't have the energy I usually have, you know? So it's like the alarm goes off and my body just feels tired. It's like this effort to swing the legs over the end of the bed and get out. When I am eating well, when there is no inflammation in my body, yeah. when I'm eating the way I normally do with fruits and vegetables and um, you know, low carb, and it's just yeah. this isn't a nutrition podcast. But when I, but eat the reality weight, is, but the reality is, when we do that, it matters. I, yeah, it matters. I wake up and it's like I literally sometimes bound out of bed, like I'm ready to take on the day. Right. My body doesn't hurt. I literally swing the legs over. I'm right into the bathroom, brush my teeth, starting my morning routine, and I just have energy. Now, yeah, we'll talk about middle of the day. You know, it's not like that sustains necessarily all day. I have to eat well throughout the day and we'll talk with some of the other habits. But but I would just say for me, number one, and this is a reminder to myself to as soon as, you know, as soon as friends and family stop bringing us food and giving us food and we're in control of it again, I guess we're always in control of it. That's a little bit of an excuse. Right. But my point is that matters. Would would you agree with that? Is that something that uh, that you notice in your own energy, your diet and nutrition matters, right? Oh, absolutely, Brett. A hundred percent. I mean, a hundred and ten percent. Nancy and I both were yet just literally just yesterday feeling exhausted throughout the day. And we were looking at each other like, gosh, I'm just so tired today. What's going on? You know? And we both realized that it wasn't that we had been making poor food choices. We just hadn't been putting enough fuel in our body for like two days in a row. We've got quite a few things on our plate right now with our existing business transitioning to a director. She's running the day to day and we're starting up, you know, secondary online based businesses. And we're, you know, we've just got any, like you said, we homeschool our kids. There's a lot on our plate right now. And I just came, we both just came to the realization. We are literally not intaking enough calories. Right. And, you know, we got food in our bodies and we immediately, I mean, literally immediately perked up. And, uh, and we did, we went to a restaurant and I agree with you most of the time, if you're, I mean, certainly if you're going to eat fast food, that is, that is absolutely not what you want to be doing with your life. If you have a vision of wanting to be a healthy dad and engaged father, you know, fast food is not going to get you there. Um, it's just not going to, you know, uh, airplanes need special fuel, right? You can't just go put unleaded fuel in an airplane and expect it to run right. Um, maybe the old clunker, sure, is going to get by on the cheap gas, but a, a jet or an airplane's not. So if you want to be a man of high energy and an A-game you know, father, then you can't just put, like you said, trash in, trash out. So we did eat at a restaurant, but we made a healthy choice at this restaurant. She had like a jerk, a jerk chicken salad, and I had um, blackened salmon with a side salad. And it's a, it was a pizza restaurant, right? So most people go to the place and they'll get pizza. Not that pizza is inherently bad, but like you said, carbs, you know, all that. And we made the healthy choice. And literally before we were done eating at the table, 
we both could feel our energy level just rising That's up. Awesome. We perked up a little bit and we were like, oh man, God, no wonder. And then we just had this aha moment. Oh man, we haven't eaten enough food in the last two days. Like we've just been going, going, going on the to-do list, right? It's just easy to do sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. And so we, we can have a whole nother podcast episode about this because when you're on the go, you have to pre-plan. You have to think ahead. You know, it, uh, I'm picking my kids up from soccer practice and taking them immediately another send to baseball practice. And okay, well, do you stop at fast food? How do you, do you just bring dinner in the car with you? Do you eat late? So, so it does require some planning, but it is an important reminder that that it absolutely is a key component of of energy. What other habits for you? What other what other personal care maybe do you do? Do you take a siesta during the middle of the day? Do you take naps? Um, you know, I have a few other, a few other hacks, life hacks, energy hacks that I can share, but what are some of the other habits that, that have helped you maintain your energy throughout the day? Absolutely. That's a great question. And I wanted to add this to what we just said about intake with food is to include water in that, Yes. you know, before we jump onto another habit, you know, food and water go hand in hand. If you're not drinking enough water throughout the day, then you are not setting yourself up to have a high energy day. So I want to make sure we talk about water intake too. You know, not Coke or Pepsi or Dr. Pepper, but genuine uh, H2O. H2O. And I'm blessed to have, yeah, I'm blessed to have well water and it tastes delicious. But um, even if you're, you know, you're not somebody that has a well, you can get, you know, natural artesian spring water or whatever from the store and, and, and have water that tastes really good. Uh, but anyway, so that's just another little addition to that. But for me, a big one is, and this is kind of um, an interesting one, Brett, but it is saying no. Um, and what I mean by that is that I have formed a habit or a lifestyle where I, I don't work 80 hours a week anymore. I, I mean, I used to. There was a season in my life, there was a season in my business where I was at the, the point of feeling like at the time I had to work 80 hours a week in my business to make it work. Now, I, I don't Now, If that's a short little window of time and you're an entrepreneur, yeah, sure. I get it. Like maybe there's a month you got to put in 80 hours a week. Maybe there's a, a, a quarter that you got to put in 80 hours a week. But I mean, like, you know, month in and month out, year in and year out, you know, if you're working 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week, there's no way you're going to have the energy to be the best father you can be when, you know, the few hours a week you're going to be around your kids if you're working so much. And so for me, that's a lifestyle and a habit that I have formed that I have not always had. But in the more recent years, I'm very deliberate. I'm very diligent. I don't want my kids getting the leftovers. That's right. You know, and so I have to be intentional about, um, you know what? Yeah, sure. There could another project get done. Could something else um, get started with uh, the business? Could we, could we um, earn a lot more money than we do if I, if I put in 70 hours a week, every week on the regs? Yeah, sure. We could, but I believe in a balanced life, not just, um, you know, a life of more money, not that more money is evil, but uh, you know what I'm trying to say. So working, managing the work-life balance is a big part of why I believe I have the energy that I have to give to my wife and to my kids and to be the man, the husband, the father, you know, that I'm striving to be for them. And so it's a matter of priorities and, and being intentional. In fact, so I do, I do a daily devotion with my kids every morning as we're driving to school. 
and they, they do it. I drive, they, I have them read it and then we just kind of talk about it a little bit. And, and literally just this week, there, w- there was one about this exact topic where uh, the author was encouraging my kid, the kids, uh, it's a kid's devotional to, that it's okay to say no to th- some things exactly like you're, you're saying. And, and the trap is that the tendency is to say yes, because the things are good things. Hey, can you serve on this committee at church? Well, it's serving God. Certainly if I'm doing something at church, okay, yeah. Hey, can you help organize this such and such on Saturday morning? Hey, we need to volunteer to do blah, 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 blah. And, and it's easy to think, hey, I'm I'm helping my community. I'm helping a friend. I'm I'm serving God in this capacity. I'm do- and so it's it all feels like good things, and yet are they the essential things that line up with your predetermined priorities for your family for your year? In fact, listeners can go back and, and listen to the episode we did to kick off the new year, where we talked about setting a vision and casting a vision and. And if you have spent time getting intentional, thinking through what are the most important things to you, then when an opportunity comes on your radar screen, you have a litmus test. Is this going to move me towards my goals for 2023 or is it going to simply steal time under the guise of doing something good and yet is it really lining up to help me get where I want to go? And to the extent that your family and your kids and spending time with your kids and carving out time for your family each and every day uh, is, is a priority for you, perhaps saying no is a way to free up time, which then you naturally have more energy. It's hard to have energy, right? If I talked earlier about days where I, my eyes, eyelids open and I know I'm literally going to go, 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 go until my, my head hits the pillow. It's hard to have energy if you string together too many days in a row like that. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, I'd love to dive into this topic on a little bit deeper level. And I'm curious to see if you see the, the validity in this concept or not. But I think oftentimes it's easy to say yes to some of those things. Hey, come serve on this board. Hey, volunteer for this thing. Hey, can you organize this? you know, uh, for church or, you know, whatever it is, right. It's sometimes it's easy for us as men to say yes to those things, because frankly, oftentimes those things are easier for us to feel successful at than being an amazing father to our kids. Or maybe those things are easier to deal with than our kids. Maybe you have kids that are wiling out at home and, you know, there's a, there's a struggle happening. You know, you're trying to get your kids to do X, Y, and Z things and they don't, they don't listen to you the way that you want them to listen to you. And there's some struggle there. There's some emotion there. There's some turmoil. And then, you know, uh, Sally from church is like, Oh, Hey, can you come and uh, organize this thing? And man, you're like the king of organization, bro. You know, you just knock that out. It's easy. Right. And so I think sometimes it's often we can kind of default yes to some of those things that uh, we feel either are going to be easier are going to be uh, less of a challenge maybe, or we feel more successful at, you know, because I mean, frankly, this whole fathering thing is hard. Um, and so I think, I think that happens sometimes too, you know, Brett, what do you, I mean, do you, you see the validity in that? Do you, would you disagree? What do you think about that idea? I think there's a lot of validity in that. And so the question is when opportunities arise that we say yes to, what is your motivation? Yeah. What is your, what is your D at a deep level? Why are you saying yes to it? And I think, you know, I know this is a fatherhood podcast, not a marriage podcast, but I think a lot of men do the same thing. They stay busy so that they don't have to 
be at home with their wife. Uh, yeah. mar- marriages suffer. They work long hours under the pretense of, well, it's my, my career. My career is important. I'm making a difference in my career. I'm putting the food on the table. It matters. It's important. I'm making money for our family. True, but at a deep level, maybe if you're getting honest with yourself, you're also escaping. What you're talking about is using it almost as an escape. So I think there, I think there is a lot of validity in that. I wouldn't say that's certainly what all men are doing. And I think there are things right, that are worth saying yes to. The question right. is, though, um, you, you need some sort of a screening process when you're saying yes to things doesn't line up with predetermined values. What does God have to say about it? Have you prayed about it? And searching at a deep level in your spirit, in your heart, why are you really saying yes to it? Um, and yeah, that's no, that's a good thought, Perry. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's uh, I think it's a, a really important thing to to question. Um, anything else? I, I, I and and it might be about time to transition to to a thought that I I wanted to share about exercise, interestingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would just say one thing that has been working for me recently is I, I have found that I go, 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 go in the morning. You know, I wake up, I have my morning routine, I'm taking the kids to school, I uh, maybe I'll exercise in the morning, do all these things. And then I'm the one to pick up my kids from school. And I have found that, man, I just, I just hit a wall and it's like, I, I get home with the kids and I just have nothing. Yeah. And I found that a 15 minute nap is yes. literally all I need to, to then, you know, have, have energy for the rest of the day. And so, yeah. and it has taken, taken a little bit of buy-in from my wife to know that I'm going to come through the door with kids that have maybe driven me crazy on the way home. Maybe they've been fighting on the way home, but but even if they have, even if everything's totally great, right. it is four o'clock. I'm exhausted. I need, I just need 15 minutes by myself. I need to go in yeah. my room. I'm going to shut yep. the door. Can you help me out for 15 minutes? I close my eyes. I set an alarm, 15 minutes, boop. I'm ready to hit the ground running again. Let's do homework. Let's get ready for dinner. Let's do chores. Let's and that's literally all I need is just a 15 – and I don't even sleep. I you can't fall asleep and wake back up in 15 minutes. At least I can't. I just need peace and quiet, Yeah. some deep breaths yeah. for 15 minutes, and that's enough to rejuvenate me for the rest of the day. Boom. That's awesome. I love it, brother. That's fantastic. And I think you know another thing to really talk about in terms of habit is – you know, we've got food, we've got water, we've got saying no, and then you brought up taking a little power nap, but that also – to look at that deeper is what kind of sleep are we getting at night? And I know you're kind of deprived right now with a newborn, but the reality is if we don't have good sleep habits, um, that's going to affect our ability to show up with, with full energy. And I'll tell you one thing that is very interesting that Nancy and I have just discovered um, this week, actually. Um, and that is, and there's a lot of things we can study about sleep, you know, don't eat food certain amount of time before you go to sleep and right. turn the screens off and don't be watching a screen at a certain, you know, time before sleep and all that. Like, I think all that's kind of like established and proven. And maybe if you're as a listener, haven't heard those things, like do some research, like learn, learn some about those. It's legitimate. It's true. Nancy and I just got newer phones this week, or I would say this week, a couple of weeks ago, we've had newer phones. And, um, you know, they're like the latest phones or whatever. And our old phones we've had for quite a long time. So they're a little little bit dated and older. And Nancy said, you know, Perry, I just feel like I haven't been sleeping that great lately. I think we should 
instead of keep our phones being charged beside our bed at our nightstand, let's put them in the kitchen, like out of the way while we sleep at night and see if we sleep better. And she was saying that, you know, phones and electronics put off like a little, uh, they do the, EMF, you know, electromagnetic, yeah. what is it called? Yeah. EMF, the electromagnetic yes. frequencies. Yes. Sure. Yes. The EMF. Exactly. So she was talking to me about that and she's like, let's just try it. And literally for the last three nights, we have kept our phones out of our room, not beside our, on our bed nightstands, bedside tables, and in another room in the kitchen, man, we have woken up refreshed, bro, refreshed, like feeling good. And man, you know, I don't know if somebody would have said that to me a while ago, I'd kind of would probably roll my eyes. I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, like, where's your, where's your tinfoil hat? You know, like get out of here with your conspiracy theory. You know, I, <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, like, man, I don't know, maybe it's a placebo. Who knows? It whatever. could be a placebo. But, now, anecdotally though, that's a, that's a good point. And, and we, we turn our Wi-Fi off at night. We, we, yeah, we block, okay. block all of that stuff out at night. Cool. Uh, that matters. Yeah, no, but sleep's a good one. Um, however you arrive at that sleep, obviously the more sleep we get. I always used to be, and not and envious might not be the right word, right? But I, I would always hear about these football coaches, these NFL football coaches who only needed like three hours of sleep a night, you know? And I just pictured them writing up these plays at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and these guys are driven and they're winning Super Bowls and they're making millions yeah. of dollars. And I was like, man, something's wrong with me. Why do I need eight hours of sleep? You know, it's like, why can't I just live on three hours of sleep? Well, you know, it's, it's terrible for your health, but beyond that, yeah, you're just not going to have a ton of energy. You might be able to muddle through for a while, but you're right. You'll have more energy if you get enough sleep. Yeah, hundred percent. And then Brett, if, if it's okay with you, I'd love to talk just a little bit about mindset because there's a big aspect that, that I feel like is a huge part of my energy and it's two mindset things. And if you want to dive deeper into these, we can. Um, one of them is that I recognize that in every single exchange with another individual, whether it's on a phone call, whether it's on a zoom, whether it's listening to a podcast, whether it's when you walk through the door to greet your family after a long day of work, every interaction with another human being is a framework for an energy exchange. Right. And so as soon as I really began to hone in on that and started to be more aware of that, I started paying attention to what kind of energy am I bringing to this interaction with this other human being? Am I bringing angry energy? Am I bringing frustration? Am I bringing exhaustion? Or do I need to take a minute for myself, like exactly what you do, go home, open the door, get in your room, 15 minutes, boom. Right. And you're like resetting, reframing so that you can show up with joy and excitement and encouragement and energy and a game. Right. So I think for me, that was one of my big um, just mental shifts that every single exchange with another human, every single interaction with another human involves an, an, an exchange of energy. And I started paying attention to what kind of energy I'm bringing. And here's a cool example. If you just walk around the grocery store or Walmart or the gun store or wherever you might find yourself in a public place, put a big smile on your face and just walk around and make eye contact with people. You will be shocked and amazed at how many people walk around with a frown on their face as their default, you know, resting B face. And if you walk through the store with a smile, it often, I mean, really, really often 
triggers or instigates another human when they make eye contact with you, they smile. And so that's a big part of how I show up every day in the world, whether it's as a father, as a business owner, as a gymnastics coach, as a random person walking through the Ingalls supermarket. I'm trying to bring that joy, brother. I'm trying to bring that energy. I'm trying to show up and be intentional with what kind of exchange am I having with others, you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. And it sets us apart, certainly. Like we stand out in a crowd. We are seen as different, high energy, charismatic, right? That even just smiling, all of a sudden you exude charisma. But but we want to show up the same way with our kids. Our kids can feel that and feed off of, hey, dad's energized today. Dad's dad's showing up in a way that I want to be around. I'm I'm excited to spend time with him. Or Maybe it's time to avoid dad today. Like he's, he's got an energy that's just a little bit off. I have a feeling he's likely to snap at me. I can tell he's frustrated or whatever. And so, you know, I, and some of, some of the listeners may be able to relate to this if, if you're in the sales profession. I spent some time in sales earlier in my career and and was trained before you ever pick up the phone or i guess this is i don't know if people even still pick up the phone these days to make <laughs> to make sales calls do you just like text your potential clients i don't know i know people do a lot of stuff on social media but if you're trying to sell you know you literally you get yourself up before yeah. you pick up the phone and i remember i would i would say okay i'd have my list of people i was going to call and i'd literally like jump up and i'd, I'd bounce up and down i'd i'd do, do some deep breaths i'd like smack my face a little bit i would and then i would smile yeah and i would dial the number and now i literally i sound more energetic i i show sure. up differently by getting myself up and i have taken that into my fathering so I know yes. that if I'm about to spend time with my, hey, it's time to spend time. with Work is done. Just picked up the kids, took my little 15-minute power nap. Now it's time to go be with my kids. I'm going to shoot hoops in the front yard. I'm going to play, play football. I'm going to, or even just do homework with them, whatever. It's like, it's time for me to show up. It's time for me to be yes. present with them. Let me psych myself up. And, and it's okay, man. Like it, That's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like you shouldn't have to psych yourself up to, be, to spend time with your kids. Well, you might have to. If your current That's energy right. is low, if your current mood is low, if you're frustrated about what happened in your business this morning, well, you can't take that into your kid time, right? So it's time for me to, right. to shift my brain, to shift my thinking, to get my energy up. Took my 15-minute power nap. Now let me do some jumping jacks in my room, open the door, boom, now I'm ready to show up for my kids. Yes, I absolutely love that. I agree with it 100%. I think it's a beautiful uh, picture and understanding. And that is actually an excellent segue into the second mindset or the second focus or the thought process that I have around energy that I think helps me stand out in the crowd or be, you know, a, a highly energized person. And that is the belief that we create energy. So we don't get energy from somewhere else, but we create it from within. And it's the idea of the power plant, right? The power plant creates energy and we have the capacity to do that for ourselves. So as you were talking about that, like getting prepped for the sales call or getting prepped to shoot hoops or getting prepped to show up for the kids or whatever it is, if we can get our bodies up, get them moving, do some breathing techniques, bounce around, do some jumping jacks, do some push-ups, you know, anything like that. And you absolutely I mean, literally every single time I've never, ever one time, Brett, in all the years that I've been aware of this, never once have I 
done this type of technique and it not like raised my energy level. It's every single time my energy goes up. And so, I mean, it's, if you've never tried this before, if you're a listener who this is a new concept that we are the power plant that we create our um, energy. I mean, bro, just try it. Like, just try it. The next time you're a little bit low energy, take some breaths, jump around, smile, like literally force a smile on your face and you you'll find your energy level go up sometimes a little, sometimes, I mean, sometimes very significantly, honestly. Yeah. Maybe at the end of this episode, you can walk us through just a, a quick breathing up, uh, exercise that, that we sure. can do. Like if you're listening to this and you're in your car, like what can you do as you're literally just driving in the car to generate some more energy? But let me, yeah, let me push, push back on that, that concept sure. just a touch and maybe transition to something that I did want to talk about here and, and maybe get some of your thoughts on, but, but reveal a little bit about what I think God has been doing in, in my life recently. And, and it speaks to this idea of priorities. So we, we have already talked about priorities and, and making sure that we're saying yes to the things that are important in our lives. And I think, I think you can be the power plant and, and generate some energy in the short term. Meaning yeah. I can get myself up and I can give myself a burst right. of energy now and I can get ready to spend time with my kids or I can get ready for a sales call. And I guess in theory, you could just do that all day long. But I found myself very recently in a season where I was tired all the time. And looking back on it, I believe it is because I had made exercise an idol in my life. Hmm. I and this this speaks to saying yes to good things. Exercise is a good thing, right? That's and right. in fact, if I were to add to the list of of energy hacks, we talked about nutrition, we talked about sleep, we talked about whatever you know, all, all those things that we already talked about. I would add exercise to that list because exercise one hundred percent gives you energy. It just does. I mean, for for all of you who have ever gone for a run, right? It's called a runner's high for a reason. You run, you feel good for, for an extended period of time afterwards. Now, eventually that wears off and okay, now I'm, t- now I'm tired, right? Because I just, I just yeah. ran, but that's fine. But, but it's good energy. It energizes you. I have come through a season where exercise was a priority in my life that was trumping everything else. And so this is just this is just me being real. Like I, so I, I got into CrossFit big time, and, I, and for about five years, I would do CrossFit every single day. Totally tax my body because you're pushing your body so hard, and then I'm just tired for the rest of the day. I'd like do CrossFit yeah. in the morning, and I'm just tired yeah. all day long. And then recently, I have transitioned to rowing, but I can't just row for fun. I row for competition, so I need to be the best and I want to win races and I can't just hop on a rowing machine to get a little exercise. I have to sit on that rowing machine for an hour, you know, and push myself <laughs> and jack my heart. And like, because I'm, it's like, I'm trying to train for the Olympics, you know? And, yeah. and it's, it's my mindset is if I'm going to do something, I might as well do it well. And if I'm going to do it well, I might as well try to win. And if I'm going to row, I might as well enter races. And if I'm going to enter races, well, I might as well try to win those races. And so that means hours and hours and hours and hours a week of, of exercise. And the result was I was just tired. 
all the time. And so it's been interesting. And my wife's kind of the one who pointed this out. And she she just said, look, you know, exercise is good. I like the way you look. I like, you know, all this stuff. It's all great. But is it really that important? Is it really, sure. you know, is it is it the right season, I guess, is a better way to put it. And so I, I, I guess what I would submit to the listener and sort of where, where I am landing right now is that there are seasons for everything. And, and, and I'd, get your, I'd get your thoughts on this, Perry, because maybe I'm misreading this a little bit, but, but I think where I'm settling now is that at age 44, soon to be 45, with young kids and a newborn, is it actually a season for me to be training like I'm trying to win the Olympics and win races and all of those types of things? Or is it okay to be fine with just exercising for exercise's sake and not pushing myself so hard that I have no energy to show up well for my family, which is what was sure. happening to me? And, and I'll bring this, this story full circle before, before I get your thoughts on it. Literally, the past, I'd say, three weeks, I have done less exercise than I have at any period of time really in my life, certainly in the last 20 years, because I've always had something that I've been training for. It was rowing in college and then tennis when I moved to Colorado and then CrossFit and then rowing and, and blah, 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 blah. And it's always been important to me and exercise is important, but it's been almost an obsession, almost an idol. And for... Uh, for various reasons, I got sick going into my wife having the baby. And then my wife had the baby and I wasn't getting sleep. And then there were demands on my time. I just, I just haven't exercised. Yeah. And ironically, despite not getting as much sleep, I have had more energy these th- past three weeks Yeah. than I've had for years. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, crap. Like, is the answer just not exercising? Because I have all this, I have all this energy. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want that to be the answer because I right. love exercising. I love rowing. I like, yeah. and, and I don't think the answer is literally going to be don't exercise because it's so important for my sure. health and all that stuff. I don't want to then die of a heart attack in 10 years because I've stopped exercising. But is the answer, I just need to moderate it in this season. And so here's, here's then the final piece of the story. So a couple of days ago, I'm finally feeling good. Body's feeling good. I've, I've sprinkled in a little bit of yoga. So I'm, I'm moving my body a little bit, but like nothing that's taxing myself so much that I have no energy. So it's like, okay, but I'm baby's finally sleeping a little bit. I'm healthy again. I've gotten over the cold and flu. It's time to start exercising. So I've got a home gym. So I go into my garage. I'm like, I'm going to deadlift. I'm going to, yeah, I'm, I'm going after this thing. I'm going to go back to where I was. I want to prove that I haven't lost it all in three weeks. Like three, I feel like, I feel like I've undone decades worth of building up my fitness in three weeks. Well, that's just stupid. That's not right. true. So I'm going to prove it. So I'm going to, I put together this workout that was going to have all these heavy deadlifts and all this stuff. And so I'm building up, building up, building up. And I finally get up to the weight that I'm going to do my, you know, my sets in. And I tug this thing the first time and I, Pull a muscle in my back, and I'm just I'm done. Oh, oh! And it, so I'm like, oh man, so frustrating. It's like I haven't been able to exercise because I was sick, and then I haven't been able to exercise because the of the newborn, and then I wasn't able to exercise X Y Z. And I finally get my my time, yeah, to get back yeah. to who I've been, 
Right. And boom. Pull a muscle. First, first deadlift. First heavy deadlift. So I was bummed about it, all this stuff. And then I felt, I bet. and then I felt, you know, God nudged me towards Psalm 23. Right? Yeah. And here's what Psalm 20, for those of you who may not remember, I, a lot of us may have it memorized. We certainly heard it. Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Psalm 23. And then he says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. That's right. He, yeah. Am I in a season where God is just, Brett, it's time to rest. Yeah. It's time. And I don't want that to be the answer. I don't want that to be what I am hearing from the Lord. Sure. I didn't pull my back bad enough that I'm bedridden. I'm already over it. I feel good again. But I'm not going back to the heavy deadlifts because I'm like, God, are you trying <laughs> to tell me something? Right. Am I entering a season where it is time to exercise in moderation because I need the energy to show up well for my family in other areas right now? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. What do you think? Uh, I think I think that, um, you know, only only you can know that for sure. But I think it certainly seems that way from all all evidence from the outside looking in, you know, as I listen to the way you talk about it, you know, and it's like, you know, all those external circumstances, you know, sickness, baby, you know, all that kind of got put to the side. And then you're like, all right, let's go. I'm, I'm going to get after going it. back into I'm it, crushing it, I'm going back to exercise yeah, is my idol. Yeah. yeah, here I go. Boom. This is me. Right. And God's like, oh, nope, no, you're not. Yeah. You know, bing, little back, little back pull. So, um, yeah, I would say, um, it certainly seems that way, you know, certainly I'll keep wrestling with way. it. I'll keep praying about it. And whatever God says, I'm willing to, you know, I had, I had grand visions of all these races I was going to enter. And I still, I still may be able to, I just may have to be, how important is it that I'm setting 2k PRs at age 45 with a newborn? And and I think that's, and I guess that's my point. Bringing it back to the podcast, right? So I just I just sat on Perry's per, proverbial couch. You know, I, I had to get up. Thank you, all the <laughs> listeners, for listening to me vent my emotions and wrestle with things that have been going on. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I just have to get things. So this is just what's been going on. And and okay, I've gotten that out. But let, let's bring it back now to the podcast and what it means. And and I do think, man, as you're listening to this that you may be able to relate to this idea that what are your priorities and how important in the current season of your life, if you are lacking it, now maybe you may be listening to this and you have all the energy in the world, you're in a great season, yep. you have grown kids, you have a perfect work-life work balance. None of this pertains to you. But some of you may be listening to this and you are finding that you lack energy in certain areas. And whether it's something I've said about exercise or or the conversation around saying yes to committees and, and boards and, and all of these types of things, you're realizing that you are prioritizing things that are not serving where you are in your current season. I think that's the bigger point is that, is that there's a time and place as, as Solomon said, right? There's a time to every season and, and yeah, just ask yourself, what season are you in right now? What are your priorities in this season? And what are going to serve those priorities? And anything that is robbing energy from showing up well in those priorities, maybe we need to question it a little bit. That's exactly right. And I th think um, also, which goes back to what you've been experiencing for the last few weeks, is making sure you're leaning into the Lord's 
leading in the Lord's direction in your life. You know, if, if uh, the Lord is beginning to peel those layers back of self-awareness and going, Oh, you know what? I've kind of had exercise as an idol. I've put it at too much of an, on a pedestal. I've given it more value than, you know, maybe I want to continue to give it. Um, I think that's a big part of it, right? I think that's a big part of us making sure that we live in our full potential and live with our full energy, you know, as we show up for the world every day. And that's as we show up as fathers, as we show up as, you know, in career and as a mentor, however we show up. But I think the, the, the underlying message there is stay connected to the Lord, stay pursuing the Lord, stay listening for God's leading voice in our lives because he's the one that if we get a little off kilter in one direction, or maybe we're way, I mean, who knows, maybe as a listener, you're feeling like, well, man, I'm way off. I've been working 90 hours a week for the last 10 years. My kid's 11. I don't hardly know him, man. You know, maybe you're way off kilter, but it's that pursuit of the Lord and that relationship with the Lord and the willingness to follow and listen to his direction in our lives that are going to provide sustained energy. Because if we're in tune, if we're in sync with the Lord, then we're going to, we're going to be able to live out the fullest, you know, in our life. And he's going to bring us back into balance if we're, if we're imbalanced in any ways. And yes, all these little tips and tricks and how to's and all that stuff totally works. I mean, it is legitimate, but like you said, it is a, there's a difference between temporal or temporary energy yes. and underlying sustained, like core, like purpose, whole, you know, like God given sustained energy, excitement, passion, you know, fulfillment and all those things. Because if we're trying to fill a void in our hearts with other things That's it. that, that, God wants to fill that void with, it's going to be a draining experience. But if the voids in our, in our spirit, in our lives are filled with God's presence, with God's sufficiency, with his fullness, then we're going to come from a place of overflowing in spirit and mind and body and all those things. And we're going to be able to show up, you know, fully as fathers for our kids, as husbands, for our wives and all the things. Let me ask you one potentially final question as we think about wrapping this up. Sure. But I think it also sheds some light potentially in on, you know, what what may be robbing us of the energy that we could have, that sustained energy that you're talking about. Do you take a Sabbath day? Oh man, I'm glad you asked that. I used to be really good at a Sabbath day, and I used to be super good at like a full blown like Perry's gone. Like you can't get him by his cell phone. You can't like, like I'm gone, like out in the woods for a whole, from sunup to sundown. I would do that once a month. Um, and I've gotten out of the habit of that. So I had a monthly Sabbath where I was just totally not talking to Nancy, not talking to my kids, not doing any work, like zero, like I'm out hiking in the woods. I'm just alone with the Lord. You know, I got my Bible with me. I got some food, snacks, whatever. I've gotten out of that habit. And um, I have also, we as a family, 
you know, we talk about a Sabbath. It's not just me, but it's really, I think our whole family, you know, Sabbath. And we've gotten out of that habit too. What about you? Are y'all, are y'all diligent about a Sabbath? Well, not, not really. And that's, it's something I've been convicted about because we, we need rest, you know? Yeah. And let, let me follow up on what you said first though. Did, when you were good about it and you would take either you, you were good about taking a Sabbath during the week or, or you would take your Sabbath once a month. Did you feel re-energized then when you got back to life? Oh for, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because 100%. I think that's the point, right? We, you can't be expected to go, 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 go all the time. And at some point not have burnout, not have it affect your health uh, or just drain your energy. We need to, to recharge. And I think, you know, obviously the idea of the Sabbath is, you know, God created the heavens and the earth, six days he created, 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 and then he rested. But we are encouraged. I just believe that we're, we're encouraged not to take a Sabbath for his sake. Like, oh, take a Sabbath and just spend all day worshiping me. Right. I think we're encouraged to take a Sabbath for our sake. That's right. And so, yeah, man, it's just, but do we, do we honor that? And is it something right. that, you know, and, and I would say for myself, do I carve out a day a week where I don't work? Yes, I, I have tried to do that. and We've been pretty good about that. But let me tell you what my Sabbath looks like. Right. <laughs> uh, my Sabbath then looks like mowing the lawn and weed lawn whacking tours, and yeah. running around, you know? And it's like, I honestly, it's funny. We, I have a standing Zoom call, not face, FaceTime, whatever, with my, with my parents every Sunday night. And... And it's just this running joke where I get on the Zoom, uh, I get on whatever we use, FaceTime with my mom and she looks at me and I look like death and I'm exhausted. And her first question is, how are you, how are you feeling? And my answer is always like, I'm exhausted. It's been a long week. Yeah. Right. But why should that be the way I show up on Sunday night? Yeah. By Sunday night, right. I need to be energized, ready to hit the ground running yeah. on Monday morning. Well, it's because I literally have spent all day on, and by the way, it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether your Sabbath is Sunday or Saturday or Wednesday, it doesn't, literally doesn't matter, but are you taking any time at all, a day a week ideally, to just rest and recover? Mm -hmm. And my answer I would say is probably no, if I'm honest about it, because even on the day that I'm taking off, I'm still super busy and active all day long. Um, so I don't know, man, it's just, this is me, me talking to me, I guess. And it sounds like maybe you, yeah. you've also gotten away from it a little bit. I think, I think if, if we're going to maintain energy long-term and I have a newborn, so I've got 18 more years at least to stay energized for baby girl. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to, I need to recharge the batteries at least once a week. It doesn't seem like that's too much to ask. Sure. Right? No, I think that's spot on. I think it's spot on. I think it's a good uh, a, a good recognition of the reality of the importance of that. And I mean, we wouldn't drive our, we wouldn't drive our car around without ever putting gas in it. I mean, you, you put some gas in there. We wouldn't, uh, use the Dewalt drill and, and, uh, expect the battery to last for forever without ever putting it on the charger, you know? And, um, if, if the creator of the universe who literally spoke everything into existence all the things that we know as real and true and in, in existence in the universe were spoken into place 
by Yahweh, the creator, God of the Bible, and he rested, how much more do we need to rest in comparison to, you know, how God rested? And so I think um, that it's easy for us as Americans, you know, I think it's probably cultural. Um, Maybe it's this way in other parts of the world too, but I think it's especially easy for us to, to get away from a day of rest. And honestly, sometimes my day of rest, quote unquote rest, looks just like what you're talking about, you know, bush hogging and, you know, mending things around the house, et cetera. And then other times my day of rest looks like we're taking the kids on a 15 mile hike or, you know, a, a well, not a 15 mile, we're taking the kids on a five mile hike or, you know, whatever. And, um, or, you know, that's, it's fun, but is that rest or is it not? I, you know, I don't know if I have the answer to that one yet, but, um, sometimes our family adventures are very fun and enjoyable. And sometimes they're chaos and the kids are screaming and they're whining and there's conflict and, you know, there's all the things there too. So well, there's a difference the between mental rest and physical rest. I sometimes feel yes, that's more right. recharged going into a week when I spent my Sunday hiking with the kids even though at the end of the day, I may be a little physically tired, but it's just what I needed. I needed to mentally check out of all of the other stuff. But then I do think yeah. some days we need to listen to our bodies and maybe literally take a day where, you know, I'm just going to, I'm not, I don't certainly advocate sitting around watching TV all day, but play, maybe playing board games with your kids or doing something where it's just lower key from a physical sure. standpoint because you need the physical recharging as well. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll share one sort of final thought with everyone and then maybe you can can wrap things up for us and maybe if if you wanted lead us through an energizing breath activity yes. sure um you know I've, it's been a good conversation i've learned a lot i think the the one the one final thought i would have though is i'm just a big believer that uh that we need to show up anyway Right. So even if even if we're low in energy, we we still need to show up. Right. We need to feel the fatigue and do it anyway, so to speak. I, you know, the other day, um, I it was I, I talked about how I had kind of thrown out my back a little bit. It was, I was just frustrated. I was tired. My back was you know the baby hadn't slept the night before. My back, my back was hurting and stuff like that. And um, Declan. <laughs> Declan, every single he's my four year old. Every single night before bed, he wants he wants to play chase. So basically, that involves me ch- literally running circles around the house chasing him. <laughs> and <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have I do not feel like I can do this. Like I want to do this. Right. All I want to do is lay on the couch. And I said yes anyway. And I just I chased, cool. I chased him around. I hobbled around. He didn't understand why I couldn't catch him. You know, he thought he was super fast. Why I couldn't catch him because I could barely stand <laughs> up because my back hurt. Uh, and he's fast, <laughs> but it, I, I don't want to admit the fact that I ha- actually have a hard time catching him at age four because he's super fast. Sure. Um, but I, I guess my encouragement would be would be just to show up. You know, do the best you can to show up no matter what. Obviously, it's easier to do if we have more energy. Uh, there's there's a quote that has always resonate, resonated with me that I can totally relate to these days, uh, that, that the days are long, but the years are short. And mm. and that's totally how I, I find myself these days. The days are long. My eyes will open. I know it's going to be go, 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 go all day long. You know, but but those long days string together and the next thing you know, you have, you know, 
you have a teenager, you have a kid going off to college, right. you have you whatever. And so the years are short, guys. It is just for a season. And I think that's been my big big takeaway from today's conversation, Perry, is just to everything there is a season and there are, there are times and seasons for everything. And uh, it's, it's a season for me to show up well for my family and to be energized to do so. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, the years, the years are going to pass, man. And, uh, we won't be able to get them back. So it's time to fight through. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, I just want to say thanks for sharing your heart with us today and for peeling back the curtain and being vulnerable and just real. I think, um, I know I got a lot from that. Um, I, it was a good insight and a very meaningful conversation. And I'm sure that our listeners, uh, gleaned a lot from that too, as well. So, um, yeah, thank you for just being, being yourself and being real and, and being authentic. And, um, like we said, you know, the ultimate long term source of sustainable energy is that connection with the Lord and following the Lord's leading. And, um, and, you know, it's a both and, and at the same time, we can have these little boosts of, of practical things that will improve our energy, you know, food, water, rest, habits, mindset, exercise. And I'd love to share a quick one in closing that um, it's a technique that I learned from, I read a lot of books. It's from reading a book called Breath by James Nestor. And if anybody is interested in health and energy and wellness, I highly recommend checking this book out. It's a little scientific. It's a little nerdy. It's a little long. um, It's a little detailed, but it's amazing. The main concept and the premise of the book is that we are created to breathe through our nostrils, inhale through our nostrils. We are not created to breathe in through our mouths. And it's this whole huge experimental scientific study. They do all these crazy things. Uh, but anyway, one, one really interesting concept that I have learned and tested from this book is that our, our nostrils are independent and um, they can have independent function. And so if you ever need to relax, you can plug your right nostril and simply breathe in through your left nostril. And that'll help you relax a little bit, help you decompress, help you cool down, help you just kind of chill out a little bit. And on the contrary, if you need a little boost of energy and everybody feel free to do this with me now, we'll kind of walk through it together. Take, reach up with your finger and plug, not inside your nose, just push the outside, everybody. Plug your left nostril and take take a few long, deep breaths through your right nostril only. So I'm going to breathe a little into the mic. Just a nice big breath through the right nostril. Maybe hold it for just a second. And then I'm going to exhale through my mouth. And then I'm going to breathe in through my right nostril again. A little bit more vigorously that time. And I'm just going to hold it for a second. You know, sit there for a few. We're going to do three more of these. Breathe it out. And then I'm going to go in through the right nostril again. Hold it for just a second. You know, let the air be in your lungs. And then breathe it out. And then the last one, I don't know if I counted three or not, but whatever, it's going to be the last one. And hold it in there for a second. I don't know if anybody else feels this, but I have a distinct clarity in my mind right now and a freshness um, in my body that it, that freshness level and the clarity and the crispness of my, my mind is, is increased. Uh, how about you, Brett? Do you feel any different or does it feel the same? No, I, I feel that as well. That's that's super interesting to, to know that there's even... a I've always tried to to breathe through my nose when I'm trying to get energy or or decompress or relax or meditate or do yoga or whatever. 
but understanding that there's actually a difference between the nostrils, that, that's that's novel. So I'm actually going to experiment yeah, with this a little bit more and try it on the left side and see if I feel different than if I do it on the right side. But I absolutely feel a little bit clearer of mind and energized just by five five breaths through the right nostril. So I love it. <laughs> it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. And I've tried it off and on for a while. And uh, it I haven't uh, experimentally disproven it yet for myself, right? So my experiments with it have uh, proven the theory to um, be true for me. So, hey, I'm going to keep doing it. It's working for me. <laughs> as, a, as a man thinketh, so is he. So that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a fun conversation. We will leave it here and encourage you guys, as always, to give us those five star ratings. Share us with your friends, please. And we will. Yeah, we'll talk with you again next time on the Faithful Fatherhood Podcast. Take care, everyone. You want that for the you want that for the bloopers? I'm just gonna get a black get you one of those surgeries. We're we're gonna implant like a microphone into your trachea yeah i could fit the whole road in my mouth <laughs> so did you ever watch that's good for it. a little saliva is probably not good for it let me wipe that off did you ever watch cheers <laughs> did you ever watch that show uh, the sitcom cheers there was an episode about I remember. the people about the people in the bar yeah yeah norm norm yeah norm and norm Norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Woody Harrelson yeah, was, was, a, was a, Yeah. There was an episode I just remember once. I, I thought it was a funny show. I watched it for a stretch. Um mm-hmm. never live. I have never been a TV watcher. And there, you know, I don't there's no appointment television for me. I don't sit down and watch a show. But um sure. I think it was when Declan was born and I was spending a lot of time just kind of like on the couch just get trying to get him to sleep. I I think I found it on Netflix and I watched a handful of episodes and there was a you know those snowballs, those like marshmallowy. I don't know. They sell them. I don't even know if they sell them anymore. They're kind of like twink. They're like huge round. Oh yeah, marshmallow oh, yeah. things. I know what and they have about. yeah, they're purple or something with all this fake yeah. color. Anyway, yeah. Is that you? Know, one of the best best thing about uh, snowballs is they're bite sized, but they're these huge things. And he takes one, he just jams <laughs> it in his mouth, and he spends like the whole rest of the episode just like chewing on this thing. <laughs> That's what it made me think of when you put your road in your mouth. All right. That's funny. Well, now it smells like saliva. It's horrible. So <laughs> I'm like, now I'm going to be tortured the rest of the episode. It's holding so close to my nose. I'm like, this thing smells so bad right now. It's awful. I tried That's, to like hey, wipe it off. It's a natural consequence to your uh, childishness. To my childishness. That's right. <laughs> I have to suffer. <laughs>